0: Guess what? guys? We're not doctors. No, we are not. So if you're going to be making any major medical
1: decisions, please consult your doctor. That includes diets, surgeries, and exercise. We love you guys. And we want you to continue to be in our OSLP family forever. So be careful and consult your doctor. Yeah. Yeah. You all know how much we love ProCare. We talk about them all the time, pretty much in every episode we record. Pretty much. So we are really, really excited to announce. They're sponsoring that podcast. Yay! Oh my goodness. I'm so excited. Yes. And we truly believe in their product because we take them every single day. I take their one-a-day capsule.
0: Yes, and I take their one-a-day chewable. It's freaking delicious. And not only do they have
1: multivitamins, but they have calcium chews. Delicious calcium chews. The salted caramel is to die for.
0: Oh, and the cinnamon roll, guys, tastes like a cinnamon roll. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God.
1: They also have dinner mint, but Mm -hmm. our favorite, favorite,
0: is the dark chocolate for two reasons. One, you can have it at nighttime for a treat Mm -hmm. or make a s'more out of it. We've done it. Freaking bomb.
1: How cool is that? So go now to procarenow.com and use code OSLP for 10% off.
0: Alrighty, now go now. What are you waiting for? Go get your vitamins. Yeah. Welcome back, OSLP family. Welcome, welcome. This is our Sleeve Life Podcast, and this is Mel. And there's no Kelly, unfortunately, today, which you can probably tell in the voices, because she's normally like we're like peeking together. Um, but unfortunately, Kelly is out today. She's not feeling the greatest. And we had this amazing opportunity to get this gentleman on. And we want to talk about the challenge and all the things that are going to be coming along for the next three months. And we're like, we got to get this in. Um, so for everybody that's listening, we have this awesome person named Anthony Lolly with us. And we also have Mother Teresa with us. So they are. A husband and wife and they're going to kind of give us their journey their stories um, because they have a great challenge coming up and there's a skin removal involved and we will get to that here uh, shortly so lolly welcome on
2: hi thank you for having us yeah. uh an amazing 2022 to, yes. off to a roaring start you mm-hmm. know I, I can't even believe i'm here uh, coming from where I came from, so it's, it's I'm just glad to to be alive. You yeah, know?
0: yeah. Because how long ago did you start your weight loss
2: oh, about journey? About three years ago. Three years, three ago. years ago, I was uh, 315 pounds, and I I only counted three years ago because I had tried all my life to try to lose weight. You know, yeah. I tried so many different things, and uh, it wasn't until three years ago that I said, "That's it." You know, I'm going to lose this weight once and for all. It was major influence to my wife and uh, the children you know i wanted to be alive for them yeah. and uh you know i had to make that decision and uh once i did i started filming it and it became one of the most watched uh documentaries uh, it came out during the pandemic so crazy um which actually turned out to be a blessing mm-hmm. because everybody was consuming all this content so since then it's won four awards it's been nominated seven times for film from film festivals and uh it's called from fat lolly to six-pack lolly so huh? the ultimate transformation story <laughs>
0: yes you guys go watch it like i said before i actually did go watch it and it's a tearjerker but you're like but it's exciting at the same time you're just like oh like you can see the winds coming and you're just like i got all excited for you so even though i knew the end result i was just like yay <laughs> so definitely go check that out but like what one made you You know, finally say, this is it. I need to like, you know, buckle down and get healthy and then to film it.
2: Well, you know, a lot of things, you know, my wife had been trying to get me to lose weight. My mother, everybody for years, you know, we had interventions in the house Okay. and, uh, you know, we would go to the doctors and of course, you know, I didn't want to hear it. You know, they are like, you know, the, the obvious thing. And I'm like, she would tell me, go to the doctors. And I'm like, what am I going to hear? I, I know I have to lose weight. Yep. I just don't what That's the problem. I get the root of the problem. <laughs> I just don't want to do it, you know? And then we're sitting there and he, and he says to us, you know, there is one solution. There's these surgeries that you could do. Yeah. And then surgeries. I was like, okay. And, uh, and so I said, okay, you know, Let's look into it. We looked into it and uh, I said, all right, let's, let's give it a shot. You know, it was the sleeve. There was the uh, different options, you know, and uh, the sleeve was the one that seemed to me like the one that would work because it didn't leave you with, I guess, a clip or a a band or whatever it was. Um, I heard a lot of horror stories about that. So um, at the time, that was like the latest technology. Now they have the balloon, right? So like, that's like, I missed out on that, but they have the balloon where they can put a balloon.
3: But we don't, we don't know what the complications have. To yeah, be. yeah, we, we don't, don't even,
0: like, that one's so new. Like, we don't even yeah. know really much about that one. Like, we're yeah. still rocking the sleeve, which I had, <laughs> um, and you had, and then the gastric bypass, which is making kind of a comeback because right. with all the technology and, like, information now, it's not as scary as what everybody thought it was. Oh. I know I was like... Oh. I don't want my stuff rerouted. Don't do it. I don't want someone in there doing that stuff. That's scary. But now after watching Dr. Dovak actually like let us go in there with her and watch, I'm like, oh, that's actually not that bad. Um, okay. And I totally get it. But also it's still... It still gets me is the malnutrition part of the of the nutrients of the food and even your vitamins. And yeah. now we're learning if people are on antidepressants, um, that's actually having problem with um absorption. So like nice. your lo- So if you go in taking like whatever milligrams, it's technically might need to be upped because of that. So we're learning yeah. about that now too. So it's just yeah. it's kind of crazy.
2: Yeah. So uh, so you know, when we heard about the risk, because there's risks involved in every surgery. Yeah. Then Teresa and my mom and everybody were like, don't do it. But then I was just like, I don't want to hear about this weight loss thing anymore. I'm just going to do it. That's uh-huh. it, you know? it's like and it I'm was weird because
3: we were like seven months pregnant yeah. with our oh, first wow. child. Yeah. I still remember. I was like, you know, hanging out there and so worried. And he literally said his goodbyes to us. It was like.
2: Yeah. I was oh, wow. Like, you know, I'm like, le- wait, wait. We're
3: just, we're just about to have a. I I mean, listen,
2: Joan so Rivers crazy. dies under the knife doing a simple cosmetic. People die all the time. Yeah. yeah. In it's fact, true. My partner and one of the people that work for the organization, her sister just had the sleeve surgery. Yeah. She has two sisters. Yeah. One went through the company and did the diet and exercise and lost a bunch of weight. The other one said, I just cannot do this. I know I'm not going to do it. I know I'm not going to commit to it. I need a head start. I'm going to do this surgery. Mm-hmm. Don't stop me. So she did the surgery and we don't know what happened because they're still, you know, going back and forth. This was like a couple of weeks ago. She died three days later.
0: I know. That's so scary. Like scary and know, crazy. Like scary oh. and
2: crazy. But you know, you just don't know. We don't know what the, mm-hmm. what the issues were, but there's a chance in every, I mean, you can, anything, you can die walking out down the street. I was going to say,
0: yeah. Every in car night. accidents, the whole night. Yeah. Yeah. No. yeah.
2: But uh, so anyway, I went and did it and, uh, you know, follow the instructions for up until I can start eating hard foods again. Where would you and get your uh, sleeve done at? I did it with uh, Doctor Fursley. Fursley. in yeah. uh, in NYU Langone.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah.
2: How did? Yeah, really nice. Huh? I say,
0: like, how would you find them? Uh, he was highly.
2: I was recommended. sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. You know? I was sleeping. I was knocked out, you know, but it, it was, was great.
3: he gave us a lot of confidence a lot of for it was sure. Really like nice. he. He's good at research with mm-hmm. any, you know, any surgeries. Okay. Him and Carlos, they would just dive in and have, you know, they interviewed almost everybody, didn't you? Yeah, we went, went and interviewed, wow. a interviewed
2: a lot of different doctors. Yeah. Of gastric
3: sleeve, yeah. 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 And then they picked, firstly, because he seemed the oldest and the most, you know, knowledgeable, most experienced. And he was just very yeah. yeah. At the time good. I was running
2: my business, it was very big. We were doing a bunch of stuff. I was very busy, so mm-hmm. um, I I had to really do it, and then just move on and keep going. But yeah, yeah, you know, I I basically put on all. I lost fifty pounds right away. Okay. And then I put on seventy, so it was just like that. Yeah, Interesting. Yeah. So I ended up uh, just eating, eating my stomach back to the size it was, or maybe even bigger. And
3: now bigger with bulking, right? <laughs>
2: yeah. And then what happened was. You know, I lost a bunch of muscle mass. Okay. And became skinny fat. From, okay. Like you mentioned, the, the, the poor nutrition. Yeah. So now I my BMI was even worse because now I was just fat, fat. I mean, there was <laughs> like, it was just fat on top of this the the bones. There was no muscle left because before- I was at least kind of like, I like to call it fatletic. You know, I was able to do some boxing. I would do, go to the gym every now and then. Hit water some... sports. Yeah. He
3: never, yeah, he never slacked off.
2: So you're right. active. I was very
3: 40, so when we were dating, we had so much fun. Water sports, skiing, surfing. And Ooh, he love would it. always catch up. I was like, you know, yeah. how's this happening? Like, he
0: was... So he had it in him. Like he was always been like that active physical yeah. person. It was just like you kind of were he just stuck in the body. Right. Happening. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, so, I m- uh, remember that feeling uh, the, of just being stuck in the body. Like that's not it's yeah. not fun. But backtrack just a tiny bit. When what was the month range that you stopped losing and started being able to eat more?
2: You know, I don't remember. It was like I think the the first couple of weeks is the soft foods, you know, and then I'm I'm committed to the B12 shots because my B12 yeah. receptor was cut of off. It's really annoying yeah. cuz you always have
3: to go get that prescription. Yeah. It's like they don't, you know, they don't give it to you for like six months. You know, we're mm-hmm. going to need it anyway. Just give it to us for six months. Nope. Got a call, appointment, wait. It's just a time stop.
2: It totally
0: is. Yeah. My Beatles. Uh, I remember
2: too. being yeah. in an Italian restaurant in my neighborhood. Okay. And I'm eating a penne alla vodka with some alcohol. And there goes the doctor. Dr. Fursley walks into the restaurant. Oh, is my watching God. watching this thing. He was pissed. He was yeah. pissed. He was like, He was like, what are you doing, Anthony? And I just was like, oh, this is a one-time thing. But it wasn't. You know, it was already going down. It really snuck
3: up. It really snuck up. It wasn't like he was great, great, great. And then one day he let go. And it was just this, like, all of a sudden, whoop, pounds fell off.
1: Mm -hmm. And
3: then gradually they all sneaked back up. Yeah, And we didn't even notice And I was like, wait, 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 you lost it. And then we weren't even, like, weighing ourselves, weighing him, you know. And then we realized it was like
2: too late oh my god how are
0: you able to like handle that kind of food though like wasn't that painful
2: i was throwing up you were throwing up up. i was definitely choking we had so
3: many scares like in the middle of the night he would wake up and he was like i'm throwing up inside my stomach i'm like talk to me he's like i can't it was scary he scared me at least three times four times yeah
0: Yeah. that didn't stop me
2: i kept eating kept (laughs) eating eating it It was psychological mixing
3: though right because like if, if he mixed up Two, if it was above two drinks and dairy, like Mm -hmm. ice cream and heavier digesting things, he would have a reaction like that. Yeah, Yeah, that's understandable. Watching, yeah.
0: Oh, 100%. 100%. Yep. Yeah, because yeah, that's um I've I've done it where I've gone too far and it's like, whoo, this is super painful. I have to like stand up, kinda like hold my hands up, like I'm just oh, in like a wow. football drill, like just kind of walk it off. It works really well, but it's it's not, it doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel yeah. good at all. But you're right, like it's a psychological thing is happening with that. Like, do did something happen to where like, you know, I'm gonna start eating more or it was just like a lot of stress, or do you have you ever like delved into what was going on?
2: I just think that uh I just, I don't know. So I just don't, I, didn't, I just wanted, back. I just was like, I Why don't know. Life? Nobody's going to tell me what to do. I just mm. did the surgery really just to kind of like, just like, Hey, I tried. Okay. Right. I tried. That was it. All right. Get off my back. I was you just, were kind
3: of curious to see how much that yeah. Would
2: do. Yeah. 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 But without the, without the actual commitment to it, it just it doesn't wasn't going to work. No. You know? Like I needed to really be committed. So I ballooned back up. And then my partner was also doing the same. My partner, Carlos, was, you know, eating. Mm -hmm. um, And uh, we had this joke. We're like, oh, we beat the surgery. It was like I—it's like a joke, really. Like (laughs) I beat the surgery. Like I'm eating like I used to eat before. Right. And um, so then we just looked at each other and we said, we're going to die fat and happy. That's it. You know, Mm -hmm. and I just basically said, this is my persona. This is who I am. And I'm just, that's what's going to be. That's what it's going to be. And then all the other start, uh, complications started happening, the sleep apnea. Okay. And, you know, a bunch of other, my partners started getting chest pain. So all, all these other things. Um, and then you start going back up in weight. So you start feeling problems at like, you know, 300 pounds. I would start mm-hmm. feeling the chest pains. Yeah. But then your body adapts. So I wasn't feeling the chest pains anymore at 300. It was 305. Okay. So then I would say, okay, let me stay at 300 creep up to 3.05, start getting the chest pains, and do a little remedy, like uh, maybe go on a little small crash diet for a couple of days, get back down. But then I get to 3.05, and I wouldn't get the chest pains. Then it's 3.10. I would play that same game. So then you're all the way up to 3.15. Wow. And, uh, you know, my wife, we would go out to dinner, and the kids, you know, she practices, healthy eating habits.
3: So can I add, like, at first, the reason why it started going back up because our first child, Love, was the, the easiest child in the world. And we literally lived as if we were dating again. So we were out all the time, okay. vacationing in Aruba, Florida, this and that. So, and at that time, I think he, he was taking it easy on business. So we were just having another honeymoon with our child. Okay, But at that time, she was just nursing and, you know, eating like tiny veggies and really not comprehending. But when we had our second child, Legend, um, things got a little bit like intense. And I was very adamant about feeding, love healthy, because at that time she was turning two and a half.
0: Mm, yep, they're and starting you know, to know. She was
3: understanding, and mm-hmm. my whole plan was falling apart because we would go to restaurants and she would want to pick a French fries from daddy where she has a whole plate of broccoli, and that was just very, very important for me because I know the palate de- develops from zero to eight. Same right. thing with child-like development. The brain develops from zero to eight. So I was like, all the way up until eight years old, my child is not eating any junk, not even one French fry, you know. So I was very to the other yeah. level of extreme. So at restaurants, it started becoming hard, tantrums, crying, and it was—it stopped being fun. Because right. I was already not sleeping, you know, with, mm-hmm. with our, our second child. He had the little acid reflux. So I'm already, like, on edge. My plan is falling apart. My son is crying. My daughter is going to about just to eat a French fry. <laughs> it was just all getting too dramatic. So I started putting down some rules. I was like, we can't go to restaurants anymore. Mm-hmm. We can't eat together. Uh, you know, I was like, I have a plan. That's just, and he was like, very helpful with that. Cause he's like, yeah, that he will come down, you know, empanadas, <laughs> <laughs> you know, in Spanish, you know, and he would just eat his treats here. Got you know, you. Okay.
0: So you went to so, a different location to eat. So that way the kids and you can eat healthy. Okay. But he
3: loved going out. That was his favorite thing to do. So taking that away definitely affected him. Yeah. And one 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 time, you know, I convinced
2: her for us to go out together. I don't know where we are at a theme park or something, but the situation was we had to eat together. And uh, so love is trying to, you know, grab at some of my cheese fries. And Teresa said, don't eat that. You're going to get fat. And then she didn't know what that word meant.
3: You know, because at that time you're just like just already, no. and so you're gonna gain weight. You're gonna be fat. And she's like, "Well, it's fat." And you so know? she showed her. Yeah, a
2: she's YouTube. not gonna know.
3: That's way too young. Way too young. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, so she shows her a video of, uh, about obesity, and then in the video it was like a random video. It said obesity kills and whatever, and then she looked at me. She said, "Daddy, you're fat. I don't want you to die." Mm -hmm. you know but it was a lot of you know was that the next day is really when I decided to make that commitment but it was almost like the sixth sense the movie the sixth sense when Mm -hmm. he realizes at the end that he's actually dead yeah (laughs) right it was everything that happened like you know things that my mother would tell me or things that Teresa would tell me like do you want to take you know, do you want to go to the PTA conference being obese? And then the Mm -hmm. kids making fun of, you right?
3: all of these things. And,
2: um, and then it just dawned on me at that moment. And then looking at, do you want, like my mother told me she, you know, my mom just turned 84, uh, on the, on December, like a couple weeks last week. So, uh, you know, my memories of my mom is just being out and about and being healthy, not going to the hospital because she's, sick and ruining the weekend. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And so, and I like to go out. I like to do things. I want to be active. And I so already was trying to... he
3: loves to make his children proud of him. Yeah. Exactly. That's great. That's great. That. Anything. Do you guys like my muscles? Look, I just got in your shirt. Like he's just a kid around them. It's so cute. Well, but and definitely uh... this move started with that. Like he wanted to make the kid's proud of
0: him. Yeah, you wanted to be a good dad. You want to be a good role model because yes. like that, you're you're not wrong because like when we did our call on off air, like that was the biggest deal is like I watched my dad go through a stroke like in front of me, go through a heart attack in front of me. Like oh I was my- in the room when they told us like, hey, dad has cancer. This is what's going on. And he was only like he died at 59. So... Oh. You know, like we're going through this in his 50s and it just sucks because, yeah, it's all about like one knowledge because he had no idea like what he was really doing was affecting your body. You know, he's born in the 50s. So it's like he had no clue and he's learning all this, trying to keep up. And he's like, I don't care anymore. He wants to just eat his freaking food, you know. Um, And yeah, I don't I don't want that for my kid because I went through that. Right. So it's like, yeah, I can see why you're like, no, I can't. Like this is actually. The line is when my kid's like, hey, I don't want you dying because, yeah, like that's I would if Dylan said that to me, I'd probably just bust into tears and be like, I will do whatever you need me to do. (laughs) You know, it's a crazy thing. I'm just happy that like you took that and it resonated with you. And then you're like, we're doing this thing.
2: I needed to hang on to something that was bigger than me, because obviously I was prepared to die Fat.
0: for you yeah you no
2: know, and it had to be more important than me and honestly the children and the family my wife was more important being there so the plans them.
3: that we make for the children right yeah like we have big plans for them and he knows like without him they may not make it where we want them to be so yeah. he's very competitive he's one of the most brilliant dads I've ever met in my life like the way he puts in this like you know like we're very visionary people mm-hmm. but he puts in the work and that's cool. like a two years old our daughter had a secretary for a few months <laughs> to set up a few accounts I'm just saying you know <laughs> this is who he is you know he'll that's go the extra mile you know and and a lot of the times where we had to our, um, our daughter's an actress where we had to film student films that doesn't pay anything. And we had to, Mm -hmm. you know, drive, spend gas, parking, tolls, like none of that ever mattered. Right. You know, for him, like he will put so for him is like, what? I'm not going to live to see our daughter become an actress. And then we decided our son needs to succeed. And he's like now engaged in those goals. But I think what really helped him jumpstart was with him and, and Carlos, the next day of that restaurant incident, mm-hmm. they literally jumped in. Well, well I went first. He went first. So I can, think day three or something. Yeah,
2: day two or day three, Day I think. three, And
3: yeah. it was 21 days straight, three times a day. That oh. really just set them off. Yeah. And oh. that was that was it.
2: From then on, well, it was gliding. I wanted to dive in. I talk about it in a documentary. I mm-hmm. wanted to dive in head yeah. first and attack all the things that I failed at when I wasn't really trying. Okay. I tried CrossFit. I walked in there, walked out like 10 minutes later, you know, and then I said, I'm going to learn how to climb this rope. I'm going to learn how to do this deadlift. You know, I'm going to learn how to do, you know, this pull up Mm -hmm. because all that stuff was intimidating to me.
0: Yeah, it is. It's super intimidating.
2: It was. And, you know, flipping tires, this and that. And uh, that's not something easy to do when you're really out of shape, you know? No. And uh, so I went ahead and attacked all those things. I ran you know, I started running five miles. I started doing everything really. Started doing hit training, bodybuilding. I tried. Every- I even did mixed martial arts. Ooh. Yeah, I tried it all, and then um, I watched this documentary on Netflix. Mm. It was called "Fat, Sick, and Nearly Dead," oh. and uh, it was uh, a very good, a good documentary. One, yeah. It was about a guy. Who started juicing? You know, fruits and vegetables. Successful
3: entrepreneur. Successful entrepreneur who actually resonated with him. Yeah. That's what I
2: was (laughs) able to identify. The guy was forty years old at the time, and he was from Australia, and was on eleven pill medications. You know, and taking pills Mm -hmm. was morbidly obese, and decided to just come to the United States, put an outlet in the trunk of his car, and started juicing all over, driving the United States. went cross, right? Okay. Yeah. And he started losing all this weight and he filmed it and turned it into a documentary and a business.
3: And I said, I
2: can do that. You're like, (laughs) I can do that too. (laughs) I can do that too. So, uh, but you know, he was, didn't have like a muscular physique. I said, that was, I grew up like, you know, in the eighties. So I like wrestling and I grew up around (laughs) muscular physique. So I said, I want to have some muscles. Oh my guess Who's your favorite wrestler? I have to ask um you know i like them all i like hulk hogan obviously the ultimate warrior mm-hmm. uh, the
3: other one? Fabulous uh, <laughs> no, i have the kids i have the
2: kids jumping off the top of the bed oh and nice so I have legend saying uh jimmy superfly snooker and then oh, i have my nice. daughter love saying oh fabulous moolah <laughs> oh my goodness no, but we, it's fun. We put it on Instagram and people get a kick out of Hell it. Hell yeah!
0: I, I'm a huge wrestling fan. That's why I had to ask. Cause I'm like, oh, wow. for back in the day, it's Macho Man. Um, Macho Man Randy Savage. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. like the people that fly in the air is the um, the brothers, the Christian That's right. and what's his uh, brother's name? The, Heart. the Hardy Boys. Yeah, the Hardy Boys. Those are my yeah. favorites because they're like acrobatics. Yeah. So I'm like, holy crap! How do yeah. you do? That's why I, got, I used to get mad at people because like wrestling's fake. I'm like, one, okay, just because I know at the end who's going to win none of that shit's fake like they're making those lands they're doing those drops like that would if i did because we watch it even to this day like every once in a while and i see them take those bumps and i'm like if that was me i'd be broken like that would not work like i'm gonna need surgery stat like this is crazy so i'm a big wrestler wrestling fan of i always wanted to do wrestling um they have a school here and so like when COVID's finally like legit where like we can like go do those types of things like i'm gonna be there because i wanted i always want to do a nice. pop-up power bomb. like that's the one nice. move i've always wanted to try because i got like big old thighs like that's my because <laughs> that's my jam is like button thighs because after surgery i was like they said weight training do weight training and i was like Got you. And I realized I can squat for days like I can do a thousand squats in a day. Not a problem. Just bust them out. So when I was losing weight, I gained a bunch of muscle in my thighs, my butt because I was doing deadlifts and doing squats all day. (laughs) I I had people in my cube because I worked for um, the Department of Revenue and and we had the cubicles across from each other. And I would make them do it with me. I'm like, all right, guys, we're doing 10. They're like, what? I'm like, we're doing 10 squats. Let's go. And they're like, okay, Melody says we're going. So I'm like, let's do this. Because working out, what I've noticed is also, it makes you feel good, right? So like, I noticed like the mood swings, like there's a lot less of those. Did you experience that too when you started like going hard on working out?
2: It's very therapeutic for Mm -hmm. me. You know, I've tried, I've trained, you know, because of, who I was in the business world, it gave me access to, you know, work out with different celebrity trainers and coaches and things like that, because yeah. I'm able to offer them business mentorship and they're able to offer me fitness mentorship. That's so it's cool. like really good. And so I've tried so many, everybody has their own style that leads to an, an, an amazing result. Right. Um, so I've tried all different styles of, of bodybuilding and training and so forth. It's very therapeutic. Yeah, me. I love it. I personally enjoy it. You know, I love uh, the fact that I'm goal. I'm reaching my goals. You right. Know, i I'm, I'm, My body's under construction. That's really the way I look at it. How also did it you?
3: Helps with the kicking out the sickness, right? Yes. you yes. noticed that we got COVID last December, mm-hmm. and we worked out throughout and we literally felt better day after day. Yeah.
0: How awesome. Yeah. Like yeah. it's interesting. Cause I've if you, if you really do take your vitamins, do your protein water, like do the workouts. Yeah. Like I haven't like, since they made us like lockdown, down, I've only had one cold. And that yeah. was like, just because of the retreat that I went to. And like, I was just around mm-hmm. a lot more people than I've ever been in yeah. airports and whatever. But like, I still haven't had COVID. Like it's kind of cool to realize like, Hey, if you actually keep a kind of close knit, Wash your hands, of course, and be healthy. Like if you're eating really good, healthy foods, those veggies, like there's a lot of nutrition in those veggies, like and anti inflammatories. So like, yeah. I'm all about it because I've noticed one, the energy level is probably through the roof. Right. Was that was a, mm-hmm. one of the first things you guys noticed? Yeah. And, and yeah. then just the, the brain fog gone. Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah. That's right. The brain fog was a big deal for me, especially when I started, it was like, yeah.
0: Yeah, let's hear about your journey, cause you, cause you actually are like went from like really like small, right, to get some big old yeah. muscles on you.
3: Yeah, yeah. I was one hundred and eleven pounds. Okay. Um, after my second child, it was like eighteen months after that. But I did have, I did have a very weak abdominal area because <coughs> I um, had a diastasis recti after What's my that? second child, which is basically the abs kind of stretch apart oh yeah okay so even though I was like 111 pounds Mm -hmm. very skinny after my second meal I would look like I was five months pregnant it was just a very irregular body I didn't know what to do what wardrobe to buy like I just didn't feel
0: that's annoying huh that has to be annoying like
3: it was annoying, ah. and and I was told because I had a five finger. My my son was ten pounds when he was born, Dang. so he literally ripped me from from his side <laughs> of a Very yeah. petite girl, yeah. And um, I was told you cannot lift anything heavier than three pounds. You know, like just day to day life became very like annoying like you said yeah I had to even you know I would go food shopping and I'd be like "Han, can you come with you know bring the groceries up and that's not me like yeah. I like to be independent, and I couldn't hold my daughter what you that know? would be
0: weird not so, be able to hold your kids because I mean they yeah. came out more than three pounds so it's like what it's do you crazy.
3: do so it was basically um before COVID hit he was gearing up to compete in April and I was like, you know what, maybe I get a meal plan and I'll just do a little like, you know, workouts, mm-hmm. lose a little fat, gain a little tone and I'll be on stage, you know, I'll just inspire moms. Yeah. I was watching him. he His journey really inspired me. Just seeing that bodybuilding, weightlifting and being on a meal plan can transform mm-hmm. you like this mm-hmm. in such, you know, fast, guaranteed way. I was really impressed, but I was also impressed with some women who stepped on stage and they were 35, 40, mother of four, mother of five, and they looked incredible. So that kind of gave me the push and it was really not enough time when I got the idea. It was literally three months before he was going to hit the stage. Oh yeah, you need
0: way more time, yeah.
3: Yeah, you need way more time. Mm -hmm. But I was like, you know, I'll just look as good as I could. I'll just rely on my dancing skills and whatever. (laughs) And I said, you know, I'll just have fun for the kids. You know, if they're going to be cheering for you, they can cheer for me too. I can make them proud too. And that's how it started. And when COVID hit, you know, we moved the gym downstairs. We made a little boutique uh, gym and he started training me. Awesome. And honestly, I was just checking my before videos. And within six months, I went from... Squatting and struggling with 25 pounds on each side, I was up to 185. See, Whoa! One of the
2: things, one of the things that yeah. that I did with my training is I trained her like a transformation person. Nice. You know, that's a different style training. Yeah. Uh, what people don't understand, the same way I train my mom who's 84 it's no different than training somebody who's four or 500 pounds. You got to be careful with the joints and the Mm -hmm. knees and the wrists and all of that stuff. Yeah. So I was able to, to, to use the things that I knew worked for me and what and got rid of the stuff that was a waste of time and didn't work and just go straight to business. I like that. I like that.
0: this. like, dang, um, Wow! Right. You can totally—that's a huge difference. Huge difference. Huge and difference. I feel like a and all lot that definition, that muscle tone, like yeah.
3: And this was like after my second meal, where I I look pregnant, even though I'm still like the same weight. That's and ridiculous. here I have abs. I'm winning pro cards. You know, I actually managed to get two pro cards from two separate, completely unrelated federations under his tutelage. But I also was, you know, on a very strict meal plan not that i was hungry i was only hungry towards like competitions but this transformation happened while i was blissfully eating but i was following my macros yeah you know so um, I, I think that played a huge difference Yeah. and there would be days that he would just text me, okay, you're going to do this, this, this exercises, this many sets, this many reps and this much weight. So this is what like RBT does for, for our clients. Like we can customize workout plans and meal plans to power the workout that you're about to do Ooh. and to result in, in so you're burning muscle. fat and gaining yeah.
2: muscle at the same time
0: yeah so like how long what would you say like the longest really the workout is
2: is two oh, hours. Max. Well, that's the longest, like two hours max. Professional style training. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but like it depends on what your goals are, what your body are. You can get a good workout in in forty minutes. You don't need to go crazy.
0: Gotcha. If you,
2: you know, but if you're trying to win a pro card your first time on stage from being skinny and frail, you got to put in that time. Absolutely. and yeah. training. So we were putting in that that kind of work so that we can get her body up to, uh, to speed, so sort to of speak. You know, the body is an amazing thing. How it responds. It's know? crazy. Yeah. yeah. You know, the
3: muscle, you know, we always talk about have a pep in the step and that's, that just comes naturally when you're weightlifting, yeah. your muscles are alive. Like it's, they just make you feel like you're ready to go for the day. I mean, you
0: know? you're not wrong. Cause I feel like when I walk outside, like I'm more like I stand up straight. Okay.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like
0: there's no like hunched over, don't look down. It's like boom, we're here, kind of situation. Yeah. <laughs> so Before, for those when our
3: kids who ask us to do something, you know, I would just be like, okay, let me go. Like you just get into this mom bod and mm-hmm. mom fuck. right? And now they ask me, I'm like, Oh, right, let me go. And it's just <laughs> like, um, I'm, I'm like one of them. I'm like a kid. I just jump and I hop. I dance with them. I do everything with them. Oh, that's so amazing. So I, I became. We both became cooler parents. Because you can do
0: so much stuff now. Like, I remember just, like, being able to play on the playground more. Like, that was a huge win. That was an NSV for sure. Because I'm like, what? I can go down slides and not get stuck, you know? (laughs) I can not feel awkward going down. Like, this was crazy. And the fact I can just do more things with my kid, I was like, this is so much more fun. So for those that don't know, what is a pro card?
3: Oh, Oh, a pro card is like, okay, so bodybuilding in the fitness world right so there's a a ton of federations and there's like the main ones that WBFF which is more the fancy and they don't like being called bodybuilding it's more like fitness that's the one that's
2: in the documentary that I competed for oh okay so they actually host transformation so you when you go there and you watch a transformation show you're inspired right you're Mm. like wow look at all of these people uh, doing their thing, going on stage, you know, through it's all more different Victoria's
3: Secret type of fashion show. You but then there's there's other defenders. categories.
2: There's other categories. Nice. There's yeah. bikini. There's muscle model. There's models. Yeah, so, there's wellness now. Right, different right.
3: Fa- So and then there's other federations like the ISBB or the Olympia or MPC, which we're more familiar of. And okay. When we talk about bodybuilding, that's what we think of. And then there's a ton of natural uh, bodybuilding federations where you get tested. Your urine gets tested. You do a polygraph test. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a ton of uh, federations that we decided it would be cool and eye-opening to go around and compete with our favorite federations, all different ones. Six oh, of yeah. That. Yeah, and to just educate the crowd. There's this federations. You can choose whichever you want. And so when you compete, um, when you place first or top three, and each federation has their
0: you own. You compete role, as an amateur
2: because you you you're an amateur. an
0: amateur. Right, that That's makes
2: cool. sense. Yeah. So your goal, you're competing against other amateurs and then... Yeah. At that amateur show, the best person wins a pro card. So oh. when you get a pro card, means now you get to compete against the pros and nice. win prizes and titles and all that kind of stuff. They
3: basically consider you in line with all the pro-level models who've been competing and bodybuilding for, you know, six, eight, seven
2: years.
0: Oh, so, so you're, you're like an officially hard. a professional. Like, that's what right. it's like, you're officially there. Like, you've got it. Yeah, yeah. There, yeah.
2: yeah. so... The judging is pretty high, and you got to beat everyone in in your class as amateurs, and then you're like the best of the best, and you get a pro card, and now you no longer compete as an amateur. You can only compete against professionals. Oh, how cool!
0: And you got two of them. How awesome! You got two of them from two different federations.
2: You know, that's awesome. It was the the first one I got. First show. What happened was Amazon, Amazon, (laughs) Amazon uh, loved the documentary so much. They said, "Film a part two, but make it a docu series." Okay. And they said, what would you like to film? I said, well, this is what we got on our, on our calendar for 2021. We're going to compete all over the world. They said, that's great content. Mm-hmm. Film it. show everybody what it's like. So we went and competed in England and Texas and Florida and, Florida yeah, and Vegas, Vegas, all Crazy. over these and, and for different federations and so forth. So right off the bat, the first show, she wins her pro card and that that's was like great. a big shock. It yeah. was like a uh, it was a blessing. It was a it was a bittersweet moment it because a
3: bittersweet, yeah. uh, what
2: happens when you win your pro card is you can't compete for any other competitors. Like they I want you to represent, want you to represent that brand. brand. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so she actually had to hand it in. She got it and thank you and then handed it in because we had <laughs>
3: like I wish I competed at the
2: end. Yeah. <laughs> like, we had to compete for other federations. So yeah. we were just like, you know, we said here we will we'll come back and win it again, you know? There you yeah. go. And so uh so we ended up she ended up winning a pro card in the, in uh another federation in called purely yeah in, in, and in that England. was the
3: first place it was the first place for yeah part.
2: and we did a couples thing together where we were on stage as a couple and we started, we won like 10 trophies at that time
3: that's how it was on the fourth of july
2: the fourth of july it was pretty cool wow so it was very memorable so, so that's that's what a pro card is thank you yeah
0: because how it's did really you because cool. how did you anthony like so I know and we're going to go like really far back on this one real quick is how did we go from, you know, you gained all the weight. Now where you said, yes, we're going to like work out, we're going to do those 21 days thing um, to now, like you're going to compete because like that's a whole different mind shift.
2: Well, you know, I started losing the weight and I started knowing that it was in my control. It was something that it was I was in control of what I ate. The exercises I did guaranteed results. Yeah, like, I would step on the scale or I would look in the mirror. Every day was a big change, you know? And then obviously every week, an even bigger Mm -hmm. change. And when you're working with a coach, you start, you know, sending check-in pictures. So now you're documenting everything, Okay, right? It's called a check-in picture. You check in with your coach every week. You weigh yourself. You send the front side to side and a back picture of yourself without a shirt, just in underwears. And when you start comparing the yeah. pictures, yeah, and you're standing in the same place, it's it's not like taking a mirror selfie. This is like professional style. You're same there, angle, the same, same angle, lighting. same lighting, same place. You can really see the transformation happening right yeah. before your eyes. Yeah, you're like, this is happening. It's <laughs> happening for me this time, it's gonna <laughs> happen. So you just start putting your foot on the gas, you know, you start putting the pedal to the metal. Um, and so I started losing all this weight. And then I have this loose skin. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, oh, my God. Uh, Because it was always still like, I'm like, the skin going to go back? And, you know, you start hoping and then you're doing more research and, like, this thing's not going back. Because how much did you lose? I lost a total 140 pounds, but I lost 125 pounds um, in nine months. Okay. And then I got a loose skin removal surgery. Okay. Um, and so, and then I had to lose more weight to be on stage. So in total it was like 140 pounds, but I lost 125, got the loose skin removal surgery, literally just got back into the gym like a month later uh, against doctor's orders. Mm -hmm. Yeah. uh, (laughs) I had the blood vows in the documentary. I show it all I mean, it's funny, we kept the scene in the documentary where Therese is literally wiping my butt because that's how incapacitated you are. You have to poop standing up. You cannot move your arms or you, you can't even do anything. And you're in constant pain.
0: Can you explain uh, to the viewers um, and listeners, like what what type of loose skin did you get all done?
2: Okay, so um I had loose skin on my chest. Mm-hmm. So it was like, you know, like man boobs. Okay. Right? After I lost all the fat, I was left with the skin. Right. Then I had all the loose skin around my stomach and my back. Okay. I didn't have the legs or the arms done. done. It was pretty much, I lucked out where I didn't have to. I built enough muscle around that area. But it was mainly around my chest and my stomach. Uh, so I had to have uh, my chest where they moved the nipple. They cut like a keyhole, okay. lifted it up. And then from under my arm, they cut the skin and tightened it and lifted the chest up. So That's I right. didn't I wasn't left with any major scarring around my chest. Oh I see a lot of people that get the surgery, they 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 get that done. Mm-hmm. But it could be done in a more elegant way. I also did like a, a 180 or a 360, I forgot what they call it, but it they go and I had, had my belly button redone because okay. it's basically like having an extra long shirt. They cut it and then they just give you a new belly button.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I've yeah, And I so. saw that because like that was what was uh, kind of interesting was the difference of yours. So like, yeah. where did you go to get yours done? Okay.
2: So I went, I went to this doctor. I had tried so many different doctors. I tried, uh, I interviewed them and you know, with these plastic surgeons, they don't have time. They're, they're busy. They yeah. charge you. Some of these charge you 500 bucks for a consult. A thousand bucks, three hundred bucks. I think we interviewed like twelve different plastic surgeons, and uh, we even considered traveling abroad. Mm-hmm. I ended up settling with a doctor in Manhattan. Okay. Um, and he was pretty good. He was pretty decent. Um, and and now I'm actually doing something with another doctor in Texas, which we'll talk about regarding the challenge. Yeah. But um, so I ended up going with that particular doctor because he was mainly focused on males, which I like mm-hmm. because. When a woman gets a breast lift, they're okay with the scar under the breast because the breast going to hang over it. You can't yeah, see you, it.
0: Exactly. So yeah.
2: when you go to a, a plastic surgeon that mainly 80 to 90% of their client base is women, and mostly women want to do that kind of stuff besides the tummy tuck, um, they're not familiar with how to work with men, men's chest. You know? And yeah. so their mindset around uh, the, the loose skin removal surgery is like, all right, you look great, man. You lost all this weight. You're going to look great. Don't worry about it. They don't really care about the big scar that you're going to have on your chest. So this guy understood. I said, listen to me, this body is now going to be a Bugatti. It's not a (laughs) Ford pickup truck, work truck anymore. It's like, it's going to be out for display. So I need to look the part. I need this to be done the right way. So he was talking my language and Honestly, he, he says I'm so pretty much precise. the best, very, precise, the best uh, result, you know, surgery after. What did he
3: say about your abs, too? Oh, yeah,
2: because I had, you know, listen, I trained my abs like seven days a week. I really was hard on my abs. So when he opened up my skin, he was telling my partner Carlos and my wife, he said his abs were so thick and dense. He'd never <laughs> seen abs like mine, you know?
3: <laughs> That's, That's a, a great
2: achievement. achievement. Yeah. Lift
3: up the flop, you uh-huh. know, and see what's under. That's that is crazy.
0: That yeah, okay. is awesome though. That means it like changed my life. The yeah. surgery
2: changed my life. You know, uh, it was a little bit uncomfortable, but then once the, everything came out, it's changed my life. I'm a whole brand new person. Yeah. It's amazing. It was really what I was thinking to myself was like, Holy crap, 41 years of damage mm-hmm. erased in one year. Can you believe that? In one year. Nine months, I erased all the fat. Right. And then with the surgery, I erased all the, you know, damage I did to my skin. So literally in one year, I erased 41. That's, that's crazy. I'm like, this is insane. insane. It is.
0: It is. And it's funny because, like, people act like time. They're like, oh. That's going to take too long, a year, two years, whatever it is. And it's like out of the like the grand scheme of things, it's not like if you actually like don't like focus on like the what's right here in front of you and kind of like open the scope. It's like, no, that's cool. Totally cool. Like, hey, from 40 to 41, this is what we're going to focus on is what we're going to do. And then we're going to be like sailing for the rest yeah. of it because like yeah. that's how i am i'm like we do all the pre like the preventative stuff up front then the back end is so much quicker i do that with work and everything i'm like we get it in we get it out that way you don't have to worry about it like there's no worries um and i want to touch base with like guys if you didn't notice he interviewed any surgeon whatever they were doing on him whether it was the sleeve whether they were, he was doing plastic surgery he interviewed them and a Holy lot of God. people forget that they can do that they think Oh, my insurance says go here. So just do that. Hey, actually, your insurance will approve almost like 10 people. Go talk to all of them like go get that done because you know they are putting you under and this is a very important surgery and very scary and you don't know yeah. what's gonna happen you definitely should be looking into who's like opening you up and uh, doing some damage on you Well, not damage on you, but you know it's a uh, you know scars and things like that and yeah. people die and that's you know you definitely want to have someone that's fully educated and you went with someone that's like, hey, He knows about dudes like he knows how to work that. And I think that's a great angle because that way he knows exactly what you're expecting and vice versa. And I never even thought about that. That makes way more sense on a guy in to go like, hey, look for guy for surgeons that actually work on guys because like they are probably way better with the skin. Like they know like what's going on there and then they they can move and tuck the scar, it sounds like I mean, I got to see it, so yeah, because of the show. but um, you guys should all check that out because it is really interesting to see afterwards. Um, so why did you go work out? what was it
2: two weeks after? You know, um, <laughs> I, just, you <laughs> I, I had made a commitment to to do a show. I said, I want to do the show in December, which was my first transformation show, and I wanted to get a head start. And um, I said, you know, I just wanted to be busy. I didn't want to be incapacitated. I didn't like the feeling of laying down. So once I was able to walk around and be a little bit mobile, that was it. I'm going to the gym. I went to the gym and I still had the blood vials in me. (laughs) What did you
0: do at the gym, though? Because if you can't really bend, right? So. Um, like upper up upper body down. upper body stuff. You're sitting okay. there. I was doing some shoulder stuff. That was mindful. Yeah, sure yeah. So, uh, okay. but then
2: once they came out, I was off to the races. I was just. I wasn't gonna stop. I kept going.
0: <laughs> when did those come
2: out? How long did that take? There
3: was also a
2: date. Yeah. And that was, helps
3: a lot. Yeah, the so having, having a date, date, a
2: deadline. It really, you know? honestly, it made the healing go faster. It made me listen to. You talked about collagen. I was drinking mm-hmm. collagen up the wazoo because that helps you with the skin yes. and the scarring and all of that stuff. So I was listening. I was I was burning, uh, I think it was 3,800 calories a day on just my, just my sleep and repair. Nice. It was just burning. So he said, don't diet hard because the more you diet hard, the more you're depleting your body from repairing itself. Right. It so I was that. eating a lot mm-hmm. and eating properly, eating all the things I needed to eat to heal myself. I was wa- waking up every hour and walking around the kitchen. Awesome, awesome. To get the blood flowing, you know. Um, yeah, you we've know, been uh, uh,
0: told that protein—that you need almost double the protein you normally would—while after surgeries and yes. any injuries, because it helps with healing. So That's right. yes, That's what eat, I was eat, doing.
2: eat I was drinking the protein shakes and eating the protein, all that stuff. So that just helped, you know. And I was doing it also the massages.
3: No, this like junk food oh yeah because during that time he was like i just i don't want to eat this burgers yeah. I don't, nice. that was the first time i saw him not even yeah, yeah oh yeah. cool yeah.
0: that's <laughs> awesome like your brain was like we don't need that anymore when,
3: when your doctor says you know you need to eat five burgers today like for lunch or whatever you know and then you're like i don't want it anymore i just don't want it i think it, it flipped that switch yeah. about yeah. food yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Oh yeah, because I think that happens like when someone goes on any sort of like uh, weight loss journey. I think that slowly happens because like for me, it's like I don't care about soda one bit at all. Like that's not even a thing. Like there's you know bread for a long time didn't even touch it for a couple of years. I was like, nope, not necessary. It's totally fine. Pasta, I've been, I've stayed that way because I I do love me some pasta. So I know that that's the one that I have to stay away from. And rice. And so like it's funny that your brain will finally make that click of like. You don't need this in your body. It's almost it's, it's almost like you, you wake up kind of like that. You're like, oh, OK. And you don't like miss it either. That's what I do like is you don't miss it. And it's kind of like you're finally listening to your body and being like, oh, I don't really need this because I think that there's a huge I talk about all the time is like there's a huge disconnect between what you're eating and what you feel. People don't realize that there's a that actually is connected and yeah. they want to blame everything else that happened in the day. But actually, it's the food that you ate Bob, and, or the, the stuff that you're drinking. Like, it really does make you change how you feel. Mood swings, the whole thing. Like, if you don't eat, we get cranky. If you eat things that are really heavy and greasy, like, you feel like shit. Like, that's just what's going to happen.
3: I feel like there's, like, not a chance. You can control food but a lot of people just let food control them yeah and uh-huh. i'm i'm a living proof because i used to love cheese desserts ice creams like all of that you know and i was never heavy but i had my own struggles of like up and down you know oh, uh, yeah. for a certain pound thingy but after my son was born i had to completely give up dairy <sighs> that's a huge one oh, that's, that's a huge, huge one. give up feta cheese give up your, you know, yogurts or, you know, even just the fact that you have to be mindful of checking the labels of anything and seeing Mm -hmm. if there's contains milk. Um, And then, and then like, I started this whole holistic journey of giving up, giving up gluten, which I've been gluten-free, dairy-free, egg-free for four years. But again, that was a point where you, you realize you do control. You do. Yep. Doesn't control you. Same thing goes for people, you know, who struggle with weight loss. I feel like it's just that click. And what helped me with, I was struggling for a minute with the sugar, right? And my meal plans. My meal plans helped me immensely because I put dates in it, which is the natural sugar. Mm -hmm. So when you put something, you know, to replace the other bad stuff and you just make it into a meal plan and you decide you are going to stick to this meal plan for at least three months it just changes your perspective on food, you know? You just become something that you're just fueling your, your body with this food and you're done. There's no cravings. There's no food, you know, food choosing you. You choose the food.
0: Well, because what you're what you're eating makes you feel full longer. So you're not having those cravings because that's the deal is like I noticed like if I start off the day with something kind of more sweet, then I'm kind of one of more sweets things later. But if I start off the day with like that solid like protein eggs or whether that's a protein shake that I'm not yeah. wanting that sugary item at the end of the night. Like it just doesn't even exist anymore. So it yeah. really is about like, Hey, if you put in these types of foods, then you're not even going to yeah. think about it. It doesn't yeah. even come yeah. into play.
3: Being on a meal plan is like a lifesaver. It's so easy. It makes life so easy, especially for moms, where you have to constantly figure out what you're going to cook for your children, yeah. what you're going to cook for your husband. If you're on a meal plan and you literally schedule one day a week, you meal prep for you and all the leftovers of your ingredients, you package it in a freezer for your children. Then I, I don't do much cooking these days. Yeah. It made my life 10 times easier.
2: Well, kids that go to school mm-hmm. are on a meal plan, right? They eat breakfast and lunch at schools. It's yep. like a pre meal plan. Yeah. You know? yeah. Or even when They're our, parents, plan, when our yeah. parents would put the food in our lunchbox, that's our meal plan. Mm-hmm. We're told what to eat, you know? It's just when we start making decisions for ourselves is when things get out of control. And what
0: I'm sorry.
2: What I tell people is like, take for an example is imagine it's a cold winter day and you run outside with just your underwear on. (laughs) The first thing you're gonna do is find a store and buy any article of clothes. Yeah. And then go to another store and buy some socks and another store and buy a jacket, you're gonna look mixed matched, right? So that's what happens. We go out of out of the house naked with food, no Unprepared. food. Unprepared. Yeah. So what do we do? We get a little craving. We go to 7 Eleven. We go to the Starbucks for the like mochiata, fixes. for this, for that. You know, we go to Walmart. You get all of these quick fixes. And then before you know it, you're drinking your calories. You're consuming three, four, five thousand calories. You didn't even feel it. And you're nothing to support your strength, right.
3: you know? Right.
2: You know, you're getting headaches. You know, we had a videographer. That uh, was part of the docu series that, that we filmed. He came and traveled with us. Okay. And we, you know, he he's now like been so inspired. He yeah. sends me pictures. He looks like a totally different guy. Just awesome. hanging out. With he does meal and stuff. He does meal plans. He's at the gym. And now, uh, so he was a little bit overweight. Yeah. And he had this problem. He says, you know, Anthony, I have trouble filming at night. He said start losing my eyesight at night i oh. start getting blurred vision whoa he figured out it was the food it was the food he was basically not eating as much starving himself I we gave him some of our food we said eat our food yeah now this guy kept us up to like two o'clock in the morning <laughs> with all his video content he's like do this to yeah. this guys he's bouncing around and so the food can really make your break, you a break it know?
0: does it gives you that full energy and I know with our, like with the bariatric community I know a lot of us with the Well, one of the bigger deals is like people commenting so much about like being prepared. Like it is interesting. The folks out there that care that I prepped my food and I brought it with me. Like the banter that we get is insane. They're like, why did you bring all those those items? Like, do you think you're going to get like, you know, in the car and just not be able to like get any food? And it's like, no, it's not about that. It's the fact of like I'm on like a plan. And I need to have my protein of these hours. And I don't know why I have to explain myself to you. Because, you know, it's just that's what I know for me and a lot of our people is like, it's just such a huge annoyance to where some of us let it get to us too much Mm -hmm. to where we don't do the meal prep. Because Mm -hmm. like that, like we're fighting it psychologically of like stop caring that they care. Because like I tell them all the time, like, guys, just stop. Like whatever they say, just "Uh uh-huh. And just keep going because it's none none of their business. But if you do want to explain Go ahead and explain, but like meal prepping is so vital to being healthy, like some sort of plan, whether you write out the week and you already have it all ready to go. Yeah. Or you do what you're doing where you're like one day a week, like. There's several ways that it works. You can make it work for you. I know people do like the HelloFresh or the Good Harvest. So that way it comes to your house and you can just eat those items. Like it makes sense. You just
3: just got to figure out what I I discovered. Right. You can.
2: If you care enough, you will what i discovered is real simple you want to be a karate master you know that those karate masters took karate classes had a sensei had a Mm -hmm. coach somebody taught them how to do it and i learned that discovery in the fitness world i started hanging around people with bodies that i wanted to look like Mm -hmm. my body so i started hanging out with guys with six packs yeah there you go i noticed they had meal plans i noticed that they if they ate something off the meal plan they were conscious about it. We're talking about burning it off in the gym. If I was in the gym at six in the morning, they were in the gym at six in the morning, except nice. that I was fat and they had a six pack. So I'm just like, they're going there when in, in, in logic, you're like, why do you even need to be here? But they're there because they want to maintain it. Yeah. So it's very simple. They have meal plans, they work out. Oh, that's the big secret. You actually have to put in the work and continue to put it's, in the work.
0: It's the work. It's no different
2: than being a mom. Like you guys mm-hmm. are moms and you know, you take your foot off of your children's neck, then all of a sudden they're, you know, they're, they're all over the place. You have oh, to be your yeah. parents. Yeah. You have to, you know, see what's going on and be involved and nurture. You know, they don't feed themselves. You got to, you got to do what you got to do. Well, and I like and, the
0: fact that you brought that up because that is like the process of uh, like with your kids. Like I noticed like with my kid, Dylan, if I don't like talk to him about his grades all the time then all of a sudden the grades just slowly slip. But if I'm on, if I'm talking to it all the time, then they're always happening. They're great grades, right? And it's like, it's the work though. Like people forget, hey, you still have, you can't just get from A to D. You know, like you can't just make that jump. Like there is a lot of work in the process. And I think a lot of people are just scared of not work with the time that puts into it. And it's like if you just even just do a little bit every day until it becomes a routine, it doesn't you don't have to be on the gas tomorrow. Like you can just tomorrow, let's just meal prep, like start yeah. like do meal prepping for a couple of months and get that under your belt and then start doing the physical like it doesn't have to be all or nothing. Um, and I think a lot of us forget that it doesn't have to be that way. And it's, it's very intimidating because you're like, I got to do all these things, but you don't have to do them all right now. Like you still have time.
3: And also, you can talk to your coach or whoever is giving your, your meal plan to consolidate certain things and yeah. to not make it as, you know, difficult. Like I had to take out certain items that like avocado for example right something mm-hmm. that I have to go constantly buy come back so if you feel like it's not fitting into your lifestyle many coaches are flexible to adjust it and I use one you know um five grams of avocado oil inside oh, of that let's say there, or there's yeah. many other substitutes my my uh, current coach Michaela she's amazing she gave me because she knows I can handle a meal plan and substituting she gave me some substitute lists that's so she's awesome like, you know If this doesn't fit into your life, you know, there's many things that could be replaced with just 20 grams of ham seeds, let's say, you know, which is super easy. You just put it there with a little, um, like a soul shaker. You just add it to your meal. That's amazing. It's it's up to you to make Mm -hmm. it convenient for your life. Um, an easy way I would recommend, easy way into um, for going into meal prepping would be getting your ingredients. Let's say you talk to your meal um, coach and, you know, these are going to be your sources of protein. These are going to be your sources of grains. And there's, let's say, in total of six to seven ingredients, right? Mm-hmm. Just cook them in bulk. Let's say don't prep it in grams and put it in meals. Don't oh. eat just that. I did that during the competition season because my meals were constantly changing depending on my look Mm -hmm. so that was more convenient at that time so you constantly need to be flexible psych yourself up up even like make it more interesting for yourself you know yeah I would have like a bulk of lentils a bulk of rice bulk of quinoa and every morning you just wake up you dump 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 you're gone and then you just like a little
0: buffet Basically every yeah. day, you can just exactly. use put it it's together.
3: Your own house, thank yeah. you.
0: <laughs> that is awesome. I like that idea because, like, I always do the individual. But if you yeah. just do it in bulk, like that was just mind blown for me. By the way, so I'm gonna start <laughs> doing that.
2: Yeah,
3: I, I figured out so many hacks because I have. Very busy, two two children. Love has booked 55 jobs by now, like acting, modeling. You know, she's only five. So all of that, the auditions, the shooting, the editing, the submitting, the going on set and choosing wardrobe, all of that is done by me. And then 10 classes per week, including chess and dancing and all of that. So for me, I had to figure out the easiest, the fastest way. And, you know, what you figure out this month may not work out for the next month. So always be flexible. It's like a game. I look at it as a game and as a part mm-hmm. of life. I feel like people need to make it into a lifestyle. And sure, goals help, you know, yeah. visualize mm-hmm. that end goal of yours, you know, get to that. A but photo, then, shoot, is a a photo shoot is a good goal. A photo an shoot is really a, a good goal. An anniversary, competition.
2: You know, we're we're hosting a competition too, which we'll talk about. But I mean there's there's you gotta have these goals. That yeah, have to have. it just can't be I wanna lose weight. I even say like what Teresa did, she created a dream board. She put I, a picture I live
3: by dream boards yeah, a picture all the of time. uh
2: of the body that we wanted, you know, each one of us. And I ended up exceeding. Uh, looking better than the body she Ooh. ended up looking the body. better than the body she, when we went back and looked at it it was like wow we How made cool this on. actually
3: like a month before he started Yeah, a month. I, before I, I made started. this where I photoshopped his head on this guy off of Google I know he has tattoos but you know at that time I just found it on Google and, and then I found cool. this uh, from Victoria's Secret and I For photoshopped
2: you. my head <laughs> 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 oh
0: my god well, that's work. great they, they do work, do
2: and it comes to life and it really did like you know now we have a bunch more things on the dream board um but you got to trust the process like you, do. you know in, in Teresa's scenario it was the opposite right she had to put on a bunch of weight she was very skinny to mention that, yeah. she was 111 pounds so she had to eat and she ended up being 135 Sweet. pounds wow so like right,
3: right here right so this is this is how i started okay right very skinny that was my day one this is about um, fifth month.
0: Yeah, look at all that muscles. And then,
3: and then uh, let me see. And then this right here is like. Oh, you're month good right there. 10.
0: Dang, yeah. girl. Yeah. So I'm
3: just showing glutes because I've, I've never in my life imagined having like glutes with no cottage cheese, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and even hamstrings, like these hamstrings are there for real. Yeah, well,
0: and I think that's the cool yeah. part when you start seeing like the parts on your body that are supposed to be there. Yeah, look at those. Yeah, cuz my favorite was like I remember freaking out in the on uh, the mirror after you get out of the shower cuz the first time you could see my ribs. I like did this and I was like what is that? Woo-hoo! And I yeah. like looked I am like oh, I was like oh shit, you can see them. This <laughs> yeah. is crazy, but yeah. I was like I've I never what? didn't know those existed for me. It's so funny.
2: <laughs> you watch the documentary, most of my stuff in the closet, I'm like this because you know you're thin when you're looking at your your obliques and your ribs. Yeah,
0: it was nice. Or like the collarbone. I know a lot of us love the collarbone when that pops out because we're like, whoa, I didn't know like that was a, you know, underneath all that neck. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay, so we're at so we're at the point where you are, you know, you're doing the challenges yourself. You're doing these at the federations, both of you. So when did you start making you made your own, didn't you? That's what the well, what RBT show was, is um, or?
2: What happened was when I, when I did the transformation, mm-hmm. I actually was watching and consuming every bit of fitness content on television or online that you could, anything that was fitness related, I was consuming it. Yes. So we were watching a show on Amazon prime. It was called radical body transformations, Okay. but it was mainly about people that were going to compete in you know regular people competing and you know transforming their bodies but they're already kind of fit yeah yeah um and so it said have a transformation story submit it so i had put together a small like 30 minute documentary not the one that's on prime but it was pieces of it okay and um and i submitted in the it was owner on of an
3: acting website it was, an it an was acting on website. backstage.com so, where I and so uh,
2: <laughs> the owner his name is james he flew down the next day and he said man i love. never seen a transformation story. I've been in the fitness world all my life. I've done stuff for the Olympia. I've done movies. I've done this. I've done that. Seems like you're a very um, acumened businessman. I'd love to talk business. What do you want to do? I said, listen, I, I want to get in the fitness industry. That's going to be a way for me to stay fit. So uh, myself, James, and Carlos are, became partners in okay. the company, which is now known as RBT, Radical Body. We rebranded everything change the format. And it's now more of a similar to what I did to lose weight and get fit. And what Therese is doing is now what we're doing. We're helping thousands of people around the world through coaching, nutrition, customized things, but we're also now doing challenges. So we have this new challenge. This is our fourth challenge. So we've given away prize money, hundreds of thousands of dollars. Um, people have lost so much weight or even put on muscle, um we our last challenge winner uh, was 62 years old and the, wo- the grandma, woman yeah. and the woman on the other challenge, how old was she? 61 uh a wow. woman, and the other guy is 60. Uh, two years old a man so it's like there's no age limit yeah um you know, we've had people that are living out of a truck lose weight you know like without homes
3: people with stories you know, oh amazing my stories tell her about the the screenshot you sent me oh uh, that I mean, was intense there, there's
2: people that you know want to lose weight because they want to give they be qualified to give a kidney to their own sister oh. you know there's people that are cancer survivors yeah. and these people are doing it like yeah. they're out there losing weight getting it so this is our fourth challenge, so we run these challenges now, and what's exciting about this challenge is there's multiple prizes. Besides the cash mm-hmm. and the coaching and the supplements and all the other perks, you actually get a chance to qualify to win a loose skin surgery. Yeah, guys. As, you know what I mean? And what's awesome about it is, is that you don't have to – do the surgery right after the 90 days, like you just get the credit. And when you're ready, because what radical body transformation is about, it's about holding your hand throughout your entire journey, whether that's 90 days, whether that's one year or two years, because everybody's journey is different. Everybody takes a different method to get there, whether you had weight loss surgery or whether you plan on having weight loss surgery, but you want to implement nutrition and exercise afterwards. We walk you through anything. The whole point is to get you to that goal. So not only do we offer you incentives, but we have like a Facebook community group. Mm-hmm. So people go on the Facebook community group, and uh, they they immerse themselves. You know, birds of the same feather fly together. Yeah. And so you get to kind of hang out and 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 get words of advice from from other people that have lost you know three four hundred pounds and have been in your shoes. And they're the ones they are coaching and mentoring you. A lot of our coaches at Radical Body Transformations are former obese people I love that it. have done their own transformation. So who better to coach you than somebody that's been there and understands falling off the wagon or understands some of the challenges you have at home and so forth. Mm-hmm. So It's um, contagious. Yeah. I feel
3: like a lot of people have been asking me, oh, but how do I do the challenge? But I'm not really ready yet. you know." And I, all I say is I say, just go register. It's totally free. At least you can just watch who's losing, what they're losing. Yeah. Just watch as if it's a TV yeah. show for you, yeah. right? A few weeks later, they're signing up with the coach. Yeah. It's- yeah. It's-
2: we have people that have participated in the other three challenges in and out. And like now we're like, okay, I just needed to put my toe in the water yeah. with those other challenges. Now they I'm ready to about. go, you know? So if anybody watching or listening this, Mentioned that you you heard about this challenge from this show. Yeah. And we'll definitely make sure that you're in good hands. Um, It's really an amazing opportunity. We're calling it Debut the New You in 2022. Mm -hmm. I like it. So it's really an opportunity for people to really, you know, people say I'm going to start on the first or I'm going to start on on the first Monday. The Monday. Monday. So you have that opportunity. But what we're actually doing is we're extending – the registration period so you can register up until the end of january because the actual challenge is not going to start till february 1st so this january is very important you need the runway what do i mean by that uh you and Teresa talked extensively about meal prep and Mm -hmm. all of these things those things you need to have all the tools available to you the meal prepping the food scale Scale, the regular scale you know what your your gym membership if you need to join one Get all of those things, all of your ducks in a row. Get an
3: instapot. You know, yeah, instapot. there you
2: go. <laughs> that, that helps, you know. Um, and get all of your food and you do your grocery shopping. First of all, you're gonna save a ton of money. Yeah. Because it, yes. it, you know, it costs more money to be fat than fit. That's 100 mm-hmm. percent The savings is is insane. insane. You're gonna notice. It's it's crazy. So um, and the second thing is preparation. So once you register, which absolutely free to register, then we'll have a coach call you. And see if it's the right fit, if it's something that you're prepared to do. We'll get on a free 30-minute call with you. We'll talk to you on the phone. We'll see what your lifestyle is like, what your abilities are. Because some people have different abilities and disabilities, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we work with all sorts of different people under different ailments. And uh, and we even work with, like, some people that have special doctors and special medications for special circumstances. So Nice. Um, yeah, so don't be afraid. And, um, and what we do is we talk about it and we walk you through what the plan is going to be. And the plan may not be 90 days. It may be, you know, some people just want to lose 10 pounds, 15 pounds. Mm -hmm. People forget, you know, you get desensitized when you are morbidly obese. The fact that, you know, what obesity was to you and obesity was to me, sometimes it's to somebody like a regular person. It's different. It's like 15 pounds overweight where me and you are like, I wish I looked like that. Yep. You know, like I have a, a Hollywood director friend that stayed with us here uh, at the house for a week, and he's only like 15 pounds overweight. But this guy's acting like, you know, but it's the end like of the world. He doesn't, yeah, he's been
3: trying to lose yet, it. A lot of people, yeah, try those 15, 20 yeah, pounds you for a know. year. They always complain about the same 15 pounds. And he doesn't want
2: to take off his but yes, shirt. But yet they maintain
3: like, that weight. Yeah. It's funny because
2: I was one of them. You well, his confidence that level yeah. is down. Oh, like, yeah. It's the same thing. As if when I was 315, he's like in the same psychological, you know, mindset. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, dude, I wish I looked like you, you know. Okay. And I'm like, But um, one but, thing
3: I always, I'm sorry, I interrupted. I always wanted to know was portion control. I never, yes. like, I did so much research, right? You just look at Google, deck of cards, this, that. I love precision. And what this meal planning did for me is gave me a lifetime of knowledge of what my meals per meal should be because when you consume your meal, you may still feel a bit hungry, but 20 minutes later, when the the food hits the stomach, Mm -hmm. you're pretty full for the next two to three hours, which is all you need, basically a gas tank full to get you to the next destination. You don't need to overeat. You don't need, and I used to under eat sometimes, get headaches Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And then you just go binge and overeat. So all of that irregularity it's a relationship with food that a lot of people don't know specifics and don't have a delicate relationship with food. I, I, and I feel I, like meal plans did that for me big yeah. time. The analogy I yeah. like
2: to use is like alcoholism, right? Mm-hmm. Like you may not suffer from it or I may not suffer from it. We may be able to go to a party and maybe not get like totally trashed. You right. Know, we yeah. know our limits, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But there are some people that can't. And no, it's the same yeah. thing with food. You understand? Yeah. There's people that just do not know how to. They just go in hardcore with the food. Yep. They don't know how to stop. It's the same problem with alcohol. But you can build these disciplines. And what we do is we do all of that stuff with them. We make you understand. And listen, now... If, you know, New Year's Eve or whatever the situation is, you want to get trashed, you're going into get, getting trashed, drunk on purpose. You, right. At least you're mindful, right? Yeah. So even with the food, like if you know you're going to binge, you know you're having a, a binge, day, yeah. a cheat day, it. and you'll enjoy it. But you know it's a once, once in a while type of thing. It's not like you're getting drunk and going crazy every night. It's the same thing. No. Same-
0: And it's all it is all about prep work. So this past like great example of this past New Year's Eve, I was like, we're going out. I'm going to have some drinks. It's happening. But like all day I hydrated. So fucking crazy. I had like well over 80 ounces of water in me. I already had over 60 something ounces of protein and still going out to dinner that and I had just a steak salad. It was delicious. And so like I prepared like, hey, you have to meet these protein and water goals and get your vitamins in. And like and I slept really well the night before I was like. We need to have the eight hours like I was like, I'm prepping yeah. (laughs) like I now that as I'm getting older and with the surgery, like I'll I could feel shitty for a couple days. Like if I don't just like regulate myself and I was like, why is it? It's not harder to just do it a little bit sooner in the day. Like I can I can do that. Like that's just an extra protein shake before I leave. Ah. It could be the drive up there because it was an hour drive protein shake down. Good to go. Like built bar, do something, just get some protein in because it's super important for later on. Like if you prep, this is the same thing that we've both been saying, like you prep now, you're going to reap the benefits later. And yeah, like I woke up, like, I felt a little, like, hungovery, but it wasn't like it would have been, you know? And I was yeah. very excited that I was like, yeah, I still have energy. Yeah. It's just a little bit of fog. <laughs> we can just drink some water, get some protein in, and, like, to walk around, get movement, because movement's really important. So it's like, get that movement yeah. in, and you're going to start feeling fine. So, I mean, I, I would love for our followers to go over to rbtshow.com. You know, register, do the whole thing. Let them know that we sent you over there. They're going to take R-B-T care of you. You get that.
2: RBT show, R-B-T, RBT show, or RBT challenge doesn't matter either no, one. Oh, they actually, both
0: go. They, nice. Yeah, either one
2: will go there. Yeah. Very you know, cool, and, uh, guys. It's a, It's really an opportunity for you to immerse yourself in the world yeah. of actually making it. You yes. know, we have a lot of we have uh, a lot of people that are now spokesman for the organization we call them transformation icons the most recognized transformation success stories from around the world are now part of radical body transformations and are there and and serve as advisors and people that are Mm -hmm. motivators and inspirational stories so you know that was very important for me when I was going through my weight loss journey was, yeah. you know, looking at people that were in a worse situation. There's a saying that I like to say, the man with no shoes felt bad for himself until he saw the man with no feet. Yeah. And I was seeing people, 600 pounds, 500 pounds, doing exercises and losing weight, uh, one method or the other, but actually doing it and keeping the weight off. That was so inspirational to me, you yeah. know, because you can really get stuck in a negative mindset and then you start looking at people, the wrong people, the people that actually put the weight back on, and then you're like, then you start justifying. You say, "Well, listen, it's hard." They, mm-hmm. they,
0: they did it,
2: it. right? Yeah. So, but we have a world here of a lot of success stories that are continuing their transformation journey. And in our world, we'll walk you through. If you want to be on stage, you can actually get on stage. We have our first uh, company radical body transformations transformation competition. We're going to be hosting in April um in Connecticut so nice. that's going to be awesome I'd love for you guys to come down and yeah could. that'd be yeah, amazing
0: no. I'd love to be it's there I've beautiful. never gone to a competition show I don't even know what it oh. looks like I don't know how it
2: works like it's that changing. would be a blast
3: that would be it's a blast it's I, cool.
2: I haven't taken one person that hasn't walked out there and says I want to do this like right how many people we yeah. brought there they're like I, I can do this. It's, not, it's
3: not like like the, you have to go through agencies and become like a real Victoria's Secret model. Like you could just you know look great and step on stage and feel feel the way. No, they there's feel, people you know? like that compete
2: awesome. on stage, loose skin and all. Like I competed in summer shredding, which is a pretty big. A transformation competition in Texas. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I came in second. I lost against a guy who still had loose skin. He just happened to have lost more weight than me. Yeah. Okay. You know, uh, at the WBFF worlds, um, I, in the documentary, it was my goal to, to compete at the worlds. Cause I had won already in the documentary, the local competition. I came in second there again against a guy who lost. So, and he also still had a little bit of remnants of not like the perfect surgery. Right. So, you know, you just never know. Uh, it's for anybody and everybody. You know, yeah. and so um, if you're a part of the organization, we'll walk you through your entire trans. The company's called Radical Body Transformations. Like we we live by those words. We'll mm-hmm. radically transform your body, but more importantly, the mind.
0: Well, and you guys have physically done it, and I think that's the key driver of this: is that like you practice what you preach. And yeah. when you and people do that, then people will do the things. Cause they're like, Hey, well, they're not, they're not effing with me. Like they know what they're talking about. They've done it too. And they're still doing it. I think it's all, it's one thing to be told what to do, but there's also something to be told, be done when someone's like doing it with you and they're, you guys are doing the exact same thing. It's just, you're at a, you're just different time slots of your journey. That's all it is. And I would love to go see that show. I know Kelly would because that's something brand new to us. And I loved, loved, loved working out. And I know that could probably like kick my booty back in a gear. Not going to lie. Um, so I would like to say, so before we wrap up, is there anything that you think I missed or is there anything you want to tell the followers and listeners before we go? Um,
2: no, I think honestly, there's still a chance for you to to take advantage of the new year's resolutions, Mm -hmm. you know, and, uh, why not jump, in in with a bunch of people that, uh, first of all, some people, this is their first challenge. Some people, this is their fourth challenge with RBT. But one of the things I like about the Radical Body Transformations community is the each one, teach one mentality. You're gonna have some senior people and previous winners of the challenges competing alongside you and giving you advice. Yeah. And they're an open book. They're gonna show you. We have people that have recently gotten loose skin surgery talking to you about- what the process is like. Besides myself, Mm -hmm. there are multiple people in the challenge that just just got the surgery, like fresh out of surgery, um, that will walk you through the process. So being around all of that, you're just going to be motivated to keep going. There isn't a a situation that someone in the challenge hasn't gone through or is going through. So you'll find somebody to identify with. And people make friends, right? Like people have met and gotten married. Like, (laughs) like it's like, (laughs) you know, people... it's a like, whole experience. It's a whole experience. People have... Um, it's a
3: boutique, also a boutique approach. People right? have, yeah. like,
2: since they, yeah. like, lost weight, they've, like, quit their job and started their own businesses and started doing better. Like, the confidence level went through the their roof. Their IG
3: posts went through the roof. Yeah, their <laughs> IG posts <laughs> <followers Yeah. laughs> went up.
2: Like, you know, people... Um, one lady started doing the competition. She had met, met a guy. They're engaged now. They opened up a coffee shop. Like oh my you know, God. like They're, they're doing yeah. big things. When you conquer this thing... yeah. Like
3: we should we should talk about RBT as a dating website, right? <laughs> I mean, transformation I mean, slash dating website. Well, <laughs> you know, we
0: do honestly, hear it though. It's hard thinking, to find but new people
3: yeah there you go i'm sorry i didn't hear you
0: what i was gonna say we hear it all the time that it's hard to meet people like especially after you've done some radical weight loss like no matter how you've done it they're just like everyone's scared to talk about like the loose skin and like how to meet people and like literally this could be a lot easier because you guys are all doing the same thing and you guys can share advice and then just like common goals and you guys start talking and so much
3: easier when if you know people meet and then they continue onto the same journey. It's so much easier to do it together. Like for us, it's been crazy bringing us closer more than
0: yeah. ever yeah. well you guys heard it here these two are amazing they told us everything that we could have imagined about like one getting healthy and how to like work well together because they've been doing this for a long time you can see that they're glowing just being in the same room together so I think it's adorable <laughs> <laughs> and if you guys want to watch this you guys need to go to YouTube um, hit the little subscribe button it's just our sleep life podcast and uh, we just need to get more and more uh, subscribers so we can reach all of the people that need help because a lot of us feel scared and ashamed and embarrassed that we need help. We don't need to feel that way it's okay to ask for help like no one knows what to do we were just born here so like let's just figure it out together and it's okay um and definitely go to our website we have our sleep life podcast you can get um updates on our live shows because we just did one in december it was so much fun um and then you can also have our episodes and then you can contact us through there you can email us any questions and then you better be going over to rb rbshe- show.com and like at least register get your feet a little wet figure it out and i'm, I'm bet it's for you so well we thank you so much for being with us um and we will see you guys next
3: time thanks for creating this this platform it's amazing
0: well thank you i'm glad that you guys reached out it was so much fun um and i hope you guys are loving this and uh yeah it's going to be coming out real soon so all right talk to you guys later
3: bye
1: Hey, listeners, if you've enjoyed your time with us, please rate, review, and subscribe on any platform that you get your podcasts. Also, check us out on Patreon.com forward slash OSLP for exclusive content with your favorite girls ever. Yeah. And also check out our YouTube page. Subscribe. Hit that little bell so you get notified when our new videos drop a week after they are released.
0: Yeah, and we would like to give a big thank you to Anne-Marie Cruz for our logos. Eric Vaughn with 17th Street Studios, because he provides our music and our recording space. Thanks for listening to our Sleep Live podcast, where we are breaking that stigma one episode at a time.